Sing Gap Land. My name is Michael Grawley. This is episode 46 of Sing Gap 10, your 10 minute weekly briefing on everything you need to know about Sing Gap 1. Today is Monday, February 7th, which means I'm three days late, but what can you do? Last week was a long one. I have a lot to talk to you guys about today, so I'm going to jump in, but I want to headline with this. I had a lot of conversations with a lot of families last week, and I just want to remind you guys that no matter how much hardship you've been through in your life or how much you've accomplished in your life, how good you are, how much you've been through, whatever, nobody can do this alone. Nobody can do this alone. So if you're out there trying to single-handedly raise a syngapi and you're like, I'm going to figure this out, just stop it. It's crazy. It's crazy. You don't have to do it. No one's asking you to do it alone. They're asking you to do a lot of ridiculous things. But no one's asking you to do this alone. So make sure you connect with this community, people. Just a headline. Doesn't matter how good you are. Doesn't matter how tough you are. Nobody can do this alone. Get in touch with your friends and family in SRF. And let's work together to love these kids together. All right, let me jump in. Planning on that point. Somebody just asked a question in our group. And I wrote this little book to him. And I just want to share it with you because I actually think it's pretty good. And the question was, oh my gosh, my kid is, is, is young. I have siblings. I don't want to burden them. I don't understand all this trust and estate stuff. What do I do? And I was like, first of all, awesome question. Awesome question. Because this is really hard stuff. It doesn't matter if you feel like you have a lot of money, if you feel like you have no money. It's, it's, it's confusing and overwhelming to all of us. So a couple of people promptly wrote back. They're like, go talk to financial planners, get a special needs trust, buy a little life insurance. I agree. That's part of the answer. I went on to say, this whole thing about stressing out about your other kids and I don't want to burden them, you know, it's, it's family. It's, you know, maybe you don't want to burden them, maybe you do want to burden them. At the end of the day, it's their lives are going to decide. And, and, and in the course of my work, I've had the privilege of getting to know a lot of families. And I generally see that at least one sibling wants to step up and does. And if you, if you don't believe me, just watch the Karen movie, right? Nancy steps up in a big way. She really takes the lead on caring for Karen. But I, I, Nancy is exceptional and... I do see at least one sibling generally choose to step up. So for all the parents stressing out about your siblings, you know, you didn't get a choice in this. They didn't get a choice in their siblings. Just trust that that, that, that's going to work out. And then regarding the money, regardless of how much cash you have, all of our kids are going to need state services, right? And SRF is working on therapies for our kids. But even post-therapy, our kids are likely to need some support. Be great if they were verbal. Be great if they could advocate for themselves. That's what we're working towards here. But they're all going to need state support. So don't when, you, when you're planning for your kid's future, don't ignore state services and, and make sure that in the state you live in, in the U.S., you are enrolled in and on the right waiting list for all the services that kid is entitled to. Your kid is severely disabled. Your kid should be getting all services in your state. And if you get on the wait list and you find that you're number 20,000, it's reasonable to ask, do I really want to live in this state for the rest of my life? And do I want my kid to grow up in this state that appears to do so little for disabled kids? I'm not picking on any one state here, but there are a few that are kind of egregious. And if you have the freedom to move to another state, people have done that math and people have moved. Some people are like, there's no way I can move. My family's here. My mother's there. My whatever. Great. Stay where you are. Learn to play the game in that state. But if you do have the flexibility of moving, it's not as crazy as it sounds. Um... Number four, our kids don't get less complicated. Our kids don't get less complicated, right? So whoever's taking care of that kid in the future, they're going to love you for having signed up for Citizen. They're going to love having all those medical records in one place. If you haven't signed up for Citizen, sign up for Citizen. And then last but not least, kind of like I said at the top, find your tribe and connect with them. Find your tribe and connect with them because 
if they're Syngap parents in, in that state, A, you should get to know them because they're close and you guys can just emotionally support each other and learn a lot from each other. And B, they've already figured out all the crazy rules for getting state services. And you guys need to be comparing notes on that. So that's, that's kind of what I wanted to share at the top. Speaking of planning, here's something none of us want to plan for. What if, what if your loved one dies? It, it's a horrible thought. But one of the things you can do is donate their brain. Brains don't last very long. You've got to be on this, which is why we're talking about it now, because no one's thinking about their kid dying. But God forbid your, your, your child passes from illness, from accident, from whatever. Because that child has a Syngapian brain, there's a lot to be learned from that brain. And, and there's, a, there's a way to donate a, a loved one's brain. And, and I got this question from Nancy a year, a year ago, who was um, thinking, worrying about what, what to do with Karen. And I did a lot of research and I called a lot of major medical centers and got on the phone with very important people, very fast. We're like, who's dying? Where are they? And I was like, no one's dying. We just want to plan ahead. And they were like, oh, whatever. Call me when they're dying. It was a very stressful process. And then I realized that um, the Simons Foundation, which is a large and incredibly generous foundation in the autism space, funds a really well-run program called Autism Brain Network. And I was so impressed with them that SRF signed an MOU with them. And this is two very senior people at ABN talking on Thursday with SRF about what brain donation looks like and how to think about it. So I encourage you guys to come to that webinar and ask any questions you want. It'll be Thursday at 9 Pacific, this Thursday, February 10th. I know it's hard to think about, but it's all about planning at this point, guys. Please, please consider joining us on Thursday. Other thing about planning, our kids have um, a lot of anxiety and stress and, and, and loneliness, frankly, sometimes. And service dogs are amazing. So we've had one member in our community, as usual, leading the charge. Virginia McNamara figured this one out. Um, I've signed up for a service dog. I've gone and I've met this trainer who Virginia worked with. This lady just does service dogs. Her name is Cecilia, and she loves dogs. Her, she trained her first service dog to measure her father's insulin a long time ago when she was young. She's been training dogs ever since. She's really fallen in love with our community. Um, it's not free. Not free, you got to raise some money, but we have a partnership with Cecilia, so the money can be raised through SRF, your donors can get tax receipts. I want to see Syngap kids suffer as little as possible, and I think these service dogs are a real gift. So if you're like, whoa, maybe I need a service dog. Yeah, you do. And let's get you in touch with Cecilia so she can talk to you about that and, and see if you should sign up. I really encourage people to consider service dogs. Her company's called Meridus Canine. I'll put the link in the show notes. Check her out. I've been to her house. I've met with her. I've signed up for a dog for Tony. She is legit. If, you're, if, if this sounds like something maybe your kid should do, get on it, folks. By the way, it's not fast. She's got to find, she's got to get the dog from the breeder. Dog's got to be born. Dog's got to be trained for nine months. Takes a while. So uh, don't, this isn't something you sign up on Monday and get a dog in a week. We're talking six to 12 months out. So plan, 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 plan. Speaking of planning, one other thing. I mentioned the ABN webinar. This is in plenty webinar in um, next month, in March, March 3rd at 9 Pacific. Uh, he is the recipient of a grant we just gave. We haven't even put out the press release yet. But again, put that one on your calendar. It's pretty exciting and pretty cool what we're doing there. All right. Speaking of giving grants, March 1st is our deadline. We're going to get a lot, of grant, a lot of grant proposals in the next month. I'm going to tell you right now. And we do have some money in the bank, but I'm pretty darn sure we're going to blow through all of it and need to do a lot of fundraising to, to fund all of these exciting ways to help and understand our loved ones. So thank you to everybody doing a fundraiser. Three people have reached out to us, set up a dedicated page and are raising in their kid's name. Hadley's at 14K, Jackson's at 1,000, Raylan's at 750. Awesome. Thank you all. 
Thank you all. This is best practice. Setting up a lake, raising some money for your kid, making sure that we are um, we have as much dry powder as possible as we look to fund these grants. Science is not cheap, but it is so important. And then also, if it's fa- if you're on Facebook and your birthday is like in the next one, two, three weeks, thank you, Christina Finkel. Thank you, everybody. Set up your Facebook fundraisers, people. Get your friends aware of Syngap. Let them know there's a place the money can go. Syngap Research Fund, it just all the money flows so nicely and then we are able to fund grants. So everybody who's fundraising right now, thank you. Everyone who's not fundraising right now, why not? You don't want your loved one to have the best future possible? Come on, people. We're all in this together. Speaking of which, Sprint for Syngap is April 30th. Sprint for Syngap is April 30th. Last year we did Sprint for Syngap. The inaugural one, so this makes this one the second annual. It's amazing. Everybody sets up little teams. You do a virtual 5K. You can run. You can walk. You can crawl. You can lie about it. I don't care. Just tell your friends you're doing the 5K. Get them to donate to Sprint for Sing Gap. Set up a team. Last year, we raised $150,000. This year, I'd like to add 100000 frankly. Again, we're going to get some amazing grant proposals soon. I've been talking to a number of scientists. There's a lot of cool stuff coming we should fund all of, as much of it as we can, frankly. Um, subject to SAP review and approval, which will happen. But Sprint for Syngap is a chance to really unite as a community and show the world how serious we are about helping our kids. So that is April 30th. Please sign up. I'll put the link in the show notes. You can start a team. Start asking your friends to donate. It's never too early to fundraise. We also have a bonfire campaign with a Sprint for Syngap shirt. Um, Thanks for listening. Have a great week. If you have any questions, you know where to find me.